do you want to be apart from being an athlete? Our hope and prayer here on More Than an Athlete is to provide short, helpful, and biblical content that will equip you in becoming more like Christ and making Him known in your athletic spheres. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, athletes, you guys? I hope you are having a great Monday. Today, I am super pumped for our guest. We are going to be having Rachel Brady. And Rachel played college soccer, and I'll have her tell you a little bit about that. But currently, she is on staff at Nebraska for student mobilization and doing ministry there. And I've just gotten to see her life and how she lives out her faith in an awesome way. And I'm excited to get her perspective today on how to be excellent as an athlete. So, Rachel, I'll let you go ahead and just introduce yourself and also kind of just share about your story um, as an athlete. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Grace. This is exciting to be here. Um, But yeah, I am from Southern California. I grew up there, played soccer at Azusa Pacific um, in California, and yeah, played defense, um, and soccer really was a part of my life until I graduated and I'm sure we'll continue to be as kids play soccer and whatnot Mm -hmm. um but yeah I grew up in a Christian home um had great examples of parents of what it looks like to uh, walk with Jesus and pursue him um while also having a very competitive um, father figure, as well as two older brothers. So I feel Mm. like I grew up in a home of competition. Yeah. (laughs) In a sense. Um, But yeah, I think my senior year of high school is really when um, I gained a very clear picture of what it looks like to not just only know about who Jesus is and what he Mm -hmm. did for us, but really gain an understanding of what repentance means. And so, you know, it's not just God wants us to follow him and turn from our sin. He doesn't want us to just confess it, but have action with it. Um, So started following Christ my senior year of high school. And then going into college, um, God was very gracious with just friends that he provided me with. Um, got to have a lot of cool friendships that just really encouraged me and spurred me in my faith, um, while also being on a team and having just a mixture of right. having friends that, you know, n- had Jesus as Lord of their lives and also teammates who um, didn't know the gospel or really mm-hmm. what, how those two go together, you know, the right. gospel and sports, I feel like they can kind of um, seem like how do they flow into each other? Yeah. Um, so yeah, college was just a really fun time of even learning what it looked like to grow personally in my walk with God, but also how to be strategic with my time mm-hmm. on a college campus, on a college team, right. um, to really use my life to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really neat. I'm excited for today's topic because it's something I'm interested to learn in too. And just today we're going to be talking about excellence and what that really even looks like as someone who's following Christ, but is on um, a college team or an athletic team. And so kind of our first question is how would you explain what excellence is as a Christ follower in general? 
Yeah. Um, so I think that excellence, when I really think of excellence as a follower of Christ, it really is working to the best of your ability to glorify God, mm-hmm. you know, because that's why God made us to bring him right. glory. And so I think excellence, even when it pertains to sports too, it's like working hard in mm-hmm. order to give God glory. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And having that, I feel like having that mindset helps you see how to like give God glory while you're working hard. So it's really good. Um, why do you think it's important? Like, why do you think we should even talk about this or learn about it? Like how to be excellent while following Christ on our teams? Like, why do you think it's important? Yeah. Well, I think again, like the gospel and following Jesus, I think can sometimes be this ambiguous thing when we relate it to sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why I think it's important. Well, I think that, like I had mentioned, like God made us mm-hmm. to bring him glory. That mm-hmm. is our primary purpose. And so therefore everything that we do, even including, um, in the athletic realm of things is a right. representation of how we're seeking to live in such mm-hmm. a way to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And so really, yeah, it's an outworking of what we're believing to be true about God. Hmm. And I think a verse that comes to mind, which I often thought about in college athletics um, is just Colossians 3.23. You know, it says, whatever you do, work Hmm. at it with all of your heart. It doesn't Hmm. say work at it with part of your heart or work at it some days with all your heart. It's like, no, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart is working for the Lord and not for human masters. Mm. And so this is just something, obviously this is not like a sports verse, Yeah, you know, but, um, but I think something that's very applicable Mm -hmm. when it comes to, um, competing at whatever Mm -hmm. level, um, is just, yeah, working for God and not for man. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something I thought about a lot. I, this might be cliche. I don't know. I wrote it on like my wrist every game just Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's a struggle to remember too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I could think about it before a game and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like in the heat of competition, Mm. it leaves. Yeah. Um, But too, I think that when, again, why it's important, you know, when we're seeking God's approval and working for him Mm -hmm. and not human masters, it really takes away from seeking the glory for ourselves, which again, a lot of times it's it's like, man, I want to work hard and I want other people to notice it. You know, I want the praise, Mm -hmm. but I think it also creates just a safeguard from all like the mental and emotional ups and downs that athletes have from seeking to please like coaches Mm. and fans. So true. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. I think that's very freeing to have that mindset and that verse is a great example of that and a really good practical. Um, I love the idea of just writing it on your wrist and having it there in front of you in front of games Um, Because it is easy to forget in the heat of the moment. That's something I've struggled with is, okay, I want to be so excellent, but not for the wrong reason or motive and having a impure motive about it. So I think that's just a good reminder to make sure we're doing it for the glory of God and not for 
the glory of ourselves or someone else. And so, um, going off of that, kind of what you talked about with writing it on your wrist, are there any other practicals you can think of that would be helpful of how to actually live this out? Yeah, I think first is just, you know, um, character is really shown Mm. in sports too. Um, and so one thing is just, I think even being respectful of your coaches and your teammates, Mm. um, you know, it can be really easy to talk bad about your coach. If you're frustrated with like a game situation or practice, or you feel like you deserve to be playing and someone else shouldn't be, you know, or whatever it is. And so I think just, yeah, being respectful, um, of the people around you, not gossiping. Mm. Um, it's a way to be excellent in terms of how you're treating other people. Yeah. Um, but also just playing with sportsmanship, you know, playing according to the rules. Um, I mean, the Bible talks about this, but I also think that there's just a difference between being competitive, Mm -hmm. um, and being dirty, on the field Mm -hmm. and so a way to be excellent really is to play according to the rules with sportsmanship and you know that doesn't mean that you should be like soft yeah (laughs) yeah I think people are like oh if I'm like a Christian and I'm playing sports I need to be like Mm -hmm. really nice yeah (laughs) Um, but I think actually Christians should be the hardest worker on the Mm -hmm. team that's so good. You know, if we're, if we're seeking to be excellent and use the gifts that God's given us, mm-hmm. we should be the hardest workers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, but also doing so with character yeah, um, and sportsmanship, you know, I think of Matthew five sixteen. it says, let your light shine before others mm-hmm. that they may see your good deeds and give glory to your father in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so again, like you're, I mean, whether it's another team or just even your teammates who see you day in and day out, right? they're, they're watching you on the field, but they're also watching you off the field, off mm-hmm. the court, you know? Um, and so really how you act, whether you're getting the starting position or you're mm-hmm. not, or whatever it may be, that's going to be a reflection of your relationship with God ultimately. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I love what you said at the end too. Like no matter what our position is, that's a place where we can show Jesus and actually have the integrity in our character to share with them. Um, and to be that light, like you said in Matthew 5, 16. So that's so good. Um, can I touch on this a little bit, but obviously we're training on a high level for many years. Um, and so there's obviously a balance between hard work and putting our worth into our excellence. And so do you have anything kind of just to touch on that a little bit of just the balance between being excellent yet also not putting our worth completely into our hard work? Yeah. I think that it, again, it can tie back to Matthew five sixteen. you know, that the, the purpose in everything that we do and being excellent is yeah. that, God is glorified um, and really that he's given us this gift of athleticism um, mm-hmm. and athletics for, for his sake mm-hmm. and not our own. Yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I think a difference of just between working hard 
in like finding your worth in it Hmm. is kind of like the motive within which you know like motives they're going to be always something that we're like constantly fighting yeah um but I think like there's a difference of am I seeking to be excellent in what I do so that others can praise me and Mm. talk about how awesome I am Mm. you know or am I seeking to be excellent in what I do because God has allowed me to be in this position you know and it can also bridge this gap um to share with others an identity that transcends seasons of life, you know, yeah. identity that's in Christ mm-hmm. because ultimately, yeah, it's like, there's sports are going to end, you know, yeah. we're yeah. going we're gonna to get old, you know, <laughs> I cannot really go on a soccer field anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm not as fast as I once was. Yeah. All things. Hmm. Um, our bodies are fading, but yeah. You know, there's a difference between if I found my worth in that and those things, mm-hmm. well, I'd be pretty worthless, right? Now, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and so, but if I'm working hard in everything, like Colossians three twenty three says, mm. like I could do that for a lifetime, right? To glorify right. God. But if yeah. I'm just, yeah, working hard and finding my worth in my sport or being excellent in that then where's your worth going to come from Yeah. after, you know, you're just right. always going to be seeking worth in something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true. We talked about that in the thought life episode of how like the way we're handling like excellence right now can produce our character for 10, 20, 30, however many years down the road of us following Christ. And so I think that's a really good point that you made, like whether it's in your job as a parent in your relationships, like that excellence is going to like transcend after sports because that's a good reminder. Like it does end. And I want that character to last past just these four or five, however many years, sometimes six now with COVID, but um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that's such a good point of, yeah, the why behind the excellence. And so I think that's helpful in how we handle it. How would you say thinking about our excellence and doing it for the glory of God. So having the right motives, but how do you think it affects our witness to our teammates and even just those around us in general, outside of our teams as um, someone who's trying to labor for the gospel? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like we were saying earlier, just people are watching you like Mm -hmm. outside of the competitive state that you're in, you know, Mm. Um, really our lives are an example. And when you call yourself a Christian or a believer, people are going to look at you under a magnifying glass, you know, and just see, does your life match up with what you say? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think, yeah, if you're pursuing excellence yet, you know, you're always late to practice Mm -hmm. or, um, you have a bad attitude constantly mm. or you're not starting and it's like clearly showing that you're angry about it or gossiping, yeah. or whatever the scenario, yeah. you mm. know, it's, um, it's confusing to people, you mm. know, if, if you're preaching one thing right. or claiming one thing, right. but then your life isn't reflecting it, you know, mm. it's, it's just going back to 
yeah, what, what does the Bible say of how mm-hmm. we treat people? Not just mm-hmm. in the athletic world, mm-hmm. but in all of life. Do I love people? I even think of like the fruits of the spirit, you know, mm-hmm. am I exemplifying those to those around me? Um, mm-hmm. Because if not, there might be some sort of contradiction in mm-hmm. what I'm proclaiming to be true of myself. Yeah. Then if there's no evidence, then that's confusing to people right yeah I love the references of different verses you're giving because it's obvious that you're getting into the word yourself and so it's just a good reminder of making sure we're doing that ourselves and so that's on our minds and on our hearts when we're thinking to be excellent in front of our teammates to be a witness for them so making sure just getting into the word and having those commands on our hearts can have that kind of at the forefront of our minds. So that's really good. Kind of a final question um, or just anything else you have as well, but obviously you're out of athletics, you're out of that world now, but um, what would you say, whether you're thinking back to yourself in athletics or even now, what would you say it means to you to be more than an athlete? Yeah, I think, um, honestly, I feel like a lot of it does tie back to um, your identity in your worth, you know, it can be so easy when you have competed for so long, um, in a sport, you know, even thinking of college classes, you introduce yourself as, hi, my name's yeah. I'm on the soccer team, you know, so like, true. it's always tied to mm. who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not true. You know, mm. that's not your identity. Um, but finding your identity in whose you are, you know, mm-hmm. and really that's going to be the motive for everything else, yeah. you know, that's going to motivate you to pursue excellence, mm-hmm. you know, and ultimately that's what's going to last, like mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier. But um, yeah, otherwise, if I'm an athlete only, then mm-hmm. it's so fleeting and Mm -hmm. so temporary you know Mm -hmm. I always say even my son who's almost four um you know like he hardly even knows that I ever played soccer like he sees college girls and he's like wow look at them like and I'm like do you even know that you you know (laughs) but they don't care right (laughs) and ultimately it's like you graduate and it's it can feel like a dramatic end to your sport mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, no one else around you cares yeah. that you're done. And it's really humbling. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, so true. But yeah, I think to be more than an athlete really is to know whose you are mm-hmm. and not just tie who you are to your athletic ability or your mm-hmm current athletic title Mm, so good yeah that's so good that's so funny thinking about just even your kids you're like (laughs) I'm one of them (laughs) but that's awesome and just a reminder I think the biggest takeaway of what you were just talking about is like this is developing something for later in our lives or you know planting a seed for someone else to come to know Christ and so I think that's just a good reminder of our motives and like ultimately no one knows that we played a college sport or whatever, <laughs> whatever platform as an athlete we have. So it's a great reminder and 
a humbling reminder too, just to remember, like get into the word and share the gospel and use this as a platform to be excellent ultimately. So God is glorified. So that's so good. And a good reminder. Um, yeah, Rachel, we just appreciate you being on here. And like I said, it, it's really cool to see your family's life live this out, um, years after being athletes. I know that your husband was an athlete too. And so, um, just cool to see you guys impacting college students and being on a college campus to lay your life down and live out the excellence of following Christ. So appreciate you being on here and I hope you all have a great week. Thanks for having me. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Did you know that you could help more than an athlete by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Follow us on Instagram at more than an athlete. And the more that you do this, the more athletes can tune in and find the content. We hope you found this week's episode helpful and encouraging.